Yeah. Mmm, it's about that time. Yeah, buddy. I think we're going to have us a good one. I believe we're going to have us a good one. I'm ready. Is you ready? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get ready. Uh-huh. Yes, indeed. Yeah, you see me. Nah, you don't. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Uh-huh. Let's get it. Yeah.
and get the glory. Yeah, that's why I do it. Took me a little time, but I guess you always knew it that I would come back. Prodigal son, now I'm on this journey for souls until that battle's won. Will I win every soul? Nah, but I die trying. Cause I'm sick of my community suffering and mama's crying. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. So there's nothing that my girl can't change, including me. Yo, I live by his word and nothing else. Cause this word is so sufficient, it can stand on my step. See, the truth will set you free. True indeed, cause I'm walking through the valley with the Lord as my lead. Get me a mission to reach the youth, so I pray I will succeed. And so far, my prayers been answered, cause I got the tools I need. So I'ma keep on pushing, let them add in my story. If the end is not the Christ, I won't see you. by in-house productions with your host pastor jt and lady Fanita. you can listen to this podcast on apple google and spotify this is an in-house production
Texas, McKinney, Texas, Frisco, Texas, Lamb, Texas, Plano, Texas, Katy, Texas, Austin, Texas, Irvin, Mansfield, Hearst, Burleson, Alvarado, Benbrook, Fires Hill, P. University, the baddest fan in the land. Oh yeah, they're gonna win the swag. They're gonna win the swag. Watch. Mark my words, they're gonna win the swag. And Crowley. Crowley, Texas. Is in, the, is in the building. Shout out to Sage Radio. Platinum Kitchens. Richard Kirby Realty. Uh, my boy, out there in Oakland. Pastor Gary Brown. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's my dude. That's my dude. Brother Marquis Diamond, host of the Planned Maturity Show on Facebook. The BCI family. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, the Mix Show with the Imperial Mixmaster, JP. Don't Fishbowl Radio Network. Smoke to the Bone Barbecue. My boy, Other Words. And Sister Autumn Storm. Yeah. Doing an interview with Sister Storm on her podcast show. Did a few weeks. Yes, the Lord. The Lord. I said the Lord has been faithful. Oh, yeah. Give God. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowance is made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use.
round of applause and a standing ovation. emojis if you're ready. I can't see them. I can't see them. I want to see all of the anchor emojis. All of the anchor emojis if you're ready. If you're ready. Say you're ready for some preaching. Come on. Come on. Come on. Anchors. Come on. Anchors. The anchor in the Lord. Come on. Anchors. Tune in to The Preacher's Corner, brought to you by In-House Productions with your host Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify and Amazon Music. This is an In-House Production. This is an In-House Production. Joined to be connected to be focused, to be committed. That is something we don't see anymore. Oh, we have the ceremonies. We still have weddings, but people don't get married anymore. I mean, even the people in the wedding, the bride and the groom, we throw rice at them. We give them a certificate, but they don't get married. They move in together, they get the tax deduction, but they're not married. They're not joined together because the first little wind, the first little storm, the first little problem, the first little weakness, the first little test, they are out of there. They have no root. They have no connectivity. They are not joined. They are not committed. They don't have it in their character to withstand anything. They are only there for convenience. And when they don't see the convenience or the connection, they forsake the responsibility and walk away from their commitment. We, we, we seldom see real church members. People, I've seen people come. If everybody who joined this church came one Sunday, it would kill us. They come down here, they sashay down here, they walk over there, they get all of the stuff, they go through the little orientation, shake the hand, and some of them people, you never see them again. We, we go through the actions of commitment, but we're not really committed, we're not really connected, we're not really joined. Because we have no understanding, check this, of our responsibility to any relationship. Write this down. You cannot have relationship without reciprocity. You cannot have true relationship without reciprocity. You cannot get into a relationship to get and not give. And I want you to ask yourself, do you give as good as you get? 
up what you're getting and weigh it against what you're giving and then you will know whether you're really joined to anything. Yeah, people are coming to work. They take a job. They're not committed to the job. They want the check. They want the check. Well, everybody wants some money, baby. I'm going to say it again. Everybody wants some money, baby. I'm just here for the check. That's why it's not going to work for you. You don't understand the reciprocity. Anybody wants some money, but if you're not willing to give at least as good as you get, it will not last, and that's why you can't stay anywhere or work for anybody because you've never had Levi. You may have had Reuben. You might have had Simeon, but you've never been joined to anything. So you've had, you collect anniversaries. You've got a lot of birthdays. You've got some plaques on the wall, but you've never been the person that you could be because the could be is locked up behind commitment and until you're committed you'll never get the could be I'm glad the choir sung you're happy I don't have to worry about preaching you're happy you know what I thought to myself I thought I would hate to live and die and never know what would happen if I ever committed myself to anything some people have never thrown their whole self at nothing. Not at school, not at work, not at marriage, not at church. Oh my God, you've had one foot in and one foot out of every dream all of your life and you've never seen what you could be if you ever really connected and threw everything. And that's what's going to make your death so sad. That's what's going to make it so sad is that you never live first. You, you, you never fully engaged. You never fully studied. You never fully invested in anything or anybody. You want to get something that you are not willing to give. You have never been joined. You just wore the dress, got the plaque. They threw the rice. You joined the church. You took the job but you've never seen what you could be if you threw your whole self at your dream. You go to this church, but you're not joined. If you don't have reciprocity, you're not joined. If you're not really bought into it, if you don't really feel like it's my church, oh, I come here because I get a word, reciprocity. What do you give back for what you get? Without reciprocity, no relationship will ever reach its apex because you're not fully invested in anything you do. So you catch some crumbs that fall from the master's table, but you don't get the children's bread. You get the puppy dog blessing that comes from being in the right place at the right time because you are not joined into the connectivity that produces the real blessing of God in your life. And you're getting older. And you're running out of time and running out of excuses and running out of people to blame. Wonder what would have happened in school if you'd been committed. Wonder what would have happened in your marriage if you'd been committed. Wonder what would have happened in your church if you'd have really thrown your whole self. You've always been casual 
and never been committed. And some of the most casual people are talented people because talented people will lay on their talent and use their talent as a camouflage to cover up their lack of commitment. And because you're talented enough to be able to float by on broken pieces, you will fool an indiscriminate eye into thinking that you are committed. You're not committed, you're just talented. You'll never know what you could have been if you would have really committed yourself. You're just talented enough to get over. And you faked them out. And you've been at 30 or 60-fold when you were created to be a hundred-fold person. I just think it would be terrible. I can't be committed to everything. I can't join everything. I can't be married to a thousand women. I can't work a thousand jobs. I can't join five churches because I take my commitment too seriously to spread it around loosely. Your life is a false advertisement. Four color big glossy ad promising product you don't carry in your inventory. You'd be shocked how many people sitting out there who can really sing, but they're unwilling to make the commitment to make the rehearsals and do what it takes to be up front. And so they sit there on their talent and they won't do for God what they are asking God to do for them. And they wonder why their plans are not answered. Touch three people and say, commitment, commitment, commitment. You take a half committed man and a half committed trifling woman and put them together and they'll have some half committed trifling kids and the whole house will be half committed because children will be what they see. Stop fussing at your kids, they're a reflection of you. Your whole life is a facade, the whole thing is a fake, the whole thing is a front, your whole life is a camouflage suit, and now you're getting older and you'll never get to see what you could have been because the cost of getting to see it is a commitment that you've never been willing to pay. You're trying to get somebody to fall in love with a you that you've never discovered yourself. You come to the altar and you raise your hand and you say, Lord, I give myself to you, but you don't. You walk down here and join the church and you say, now nah, I'm a member of the church, but you're not. You marry somebody and say, you can count on me. I'll be there through the thick and the thin for better, for worse, for richer and poor and sickness and hell. You didn't mean it. Half studied, half worked, half labored, and then wonder why I thought I'd be further than I am at the age. Let me tell you why you are not further. It is not the devil, it is not witches, it is not demons, and it sure God ain't haters. You are not any further than where you are right now because you have never thrown your whole self at anything in your life.
and you think greatness goes on sale. But true quality never goes on sale. Greatness costs what it costs. Oh my God, help me in here today. I feel something about to take over this place. Somebody in this church is ready to receive this word. You're ready to get your breakthrough. My God, I feel a miracle coming in this place today. I wish I had a hundred people that would give God a praise. He told Abraham, I swear I'm going to bless you. Ain't no chance, ain't no doubt, ain't no joke about it. If I told you I was going to bless you, I will open up the windows of heaven. First commitment is to God. Your second commitment is to family. Your second commitment is to family. And it's a very important commitment. It's a very important commitment. You better be committed or you ain't gonna make it. If you can only love me when you like me, we ain't gonna make it. Cause sooner or later, I'm gonna pluck your last nerve. And they say, how you like me now? It's to your family crazy as they are. If you're not committed, you're not going to make it. Even the ones with the personalities you don't like. You have to be committed through the storm and the rain and the heartache and the pain and the disappointment. You have to believe in the we and the us and not the me and the you. Or you're not going to make it. It's a commitment. It's not a feeling. You got to come home when you're in love, and you got to come home when you're not in love, or you're not going to make it, and stay there till the love comes back. It's a commitment. Y'all don't want to hear real truth. You want to hear fairy tale Hollywood shake and bake stuff, but in reality, it's a commitment. You're my son in my house. You're my son when you took the money. You're my son in the hog pen. You're my son in the whorehouse. You're my son on the road back home. It's a commitment. And if you're not gonna be committed, you don't need no kids. Commitment to God. Number two, commitment to family. Number three, commitment to your church. I've never seen anything like this generation today. They don't commit to anything at all. You're lucky if you see them again after they join. And if you do see them, it's only gonna be on Sundays. And don't talk too long because they got to go. Forget Sunday night, Wednesday night's out of the question. We'll hear about the revival next Sunday. We sacrifice nothing for our church. We will serve nowhere. And yet, is Bishop preaching? Yeah, is Bishop preaching? Because it's all about what I can get and nothing about what I can give. And if I think I'm not going to get what I expect to get, I won't even show up because I have a gimme mentality. I never came to give. Oh, I lost y'all on that. I lost the whole house on that. 
because you consider with great contemplation where you can go to be fed, that's good. But where's the reciprocity? What do you give for all that you got? Any relationship that does not have reciprocity will not last. If I'm always the one giving and always the one sacrificing, always the one pushing myself over the limit to be there for you and I don't see that in return, eventually my patience will wither, my hope will die, and I will give up. Any relationship that has no real reciprocity will die. Strong people will keep giving to you a long time Eventually, when they don't see it coming back in similar capacity, they will eventually become convinced that the investment does not warrant a return. I tell you before you lose again, if you don't learn to give like you learn to get, Every area that there is not reciprocity, it will die. If I had time, I'd take you all through the ecological system. It's not just biblical, it's ecological, it's science, it's everything. Anything that takes more than it gives will eventually destroy the soil. I would show you how God commanded the farmer to let the ground rest because you have to put something back in something that you're taking something out of see somebody has never taught you how to give they teach you how to take are you demanding more of your God or of your family or of your church than you give because any area that you expect more then you invest, you will live in a perpetual state of disappointment. You committed to God. Number two, you committed to your family. We're going to get through this. That should be the language you approach your family with. We will get through this. We may have to bunk up. We may have to move in together. We may have to put our backs up against each other. We may have to both get part-time jobs. We may have to come out sideways, but we will get through this. When you get me, you get help. If I walk in the room, help came in the room. I'm going to add something to you. I'm going to add something to you. I'm going to add something to you. I will not take something from you unless I add something to you. I will be an asset and not a liability. If I stay in your house, you're going to miss me when I leave. I'm going to add something to you. I'm not going to take something from you. If I join your church, you're going to feel the impact that something has been added to you. The only number that doesn't add to the sum total of the equation is a zero. What do people get when they get you? If you can describe it, define it, and deliver on it, you'll never be without. Everybody wants an asset. Liabilities get left behind. Number four, commitment to your dream. 
You cannot get people to believe in your dream until you believe in it yourself. Stop asking people to invest in things where you have no investment. Stop asking people to deliver something to you where you're not willing to go to the wire for yourself. Nobody's gonna put into your dream before you put in. You have to invest in what you dream for. Hallelujah to God. A golf club is just a golf club. You can pay $500 or $5,000 for it. It's just a golf club until you put it into the hands of Tiger Woods. When you put it into the hands of Tiger Woods, the value shoots up. It's the same set of clubs. All you added was commitment. When you get it in the hands of somebody who is committed to a dream, who's been working when they were five, and swinging when they were six, and swinging when they were nine, and swinging when they were 12, oh yes, you're gonna get a great return because there is a great investment. Do you have anything that you're dreaming, that you're willing to be committed to enough to see it happen? Or are you throwing pennies in the wishing well of life? Wanting to receive on credit something that you're not willing to pay for. You must be committed to your dream. Oh, hallelujah. I'm scared to talk about it because I believe it so bad. You ought to see my toes are dancing in my shoes. Glory to God. I don't have no hair on my head, but my hair on my chin is jerking over this right now. I have never met anybody who became incredibly successful in any area of their life until they had suffered and sweated and sacrificed and kept their focus and fought through tears and trials and tests. And if you have a dream and you commit to it, it will come to pass. Though the vision tarry, wait for it. He's not just the beginning, he's also the end. If God started it, he will finish it. Shout yes! Committed to your dream. Yes, committed to your dream. Anybody can dream it, but you'll never see it until you're willing to be committed to it. I was telling somebody the other day, when I didn't have anything, church didn't have any members, I'd get off work, working at Carbide, and drive up the roads and work on the church till I had to turn around and go back to work. We worked when we didn't have food. We worked when we didn't have lights. I was putting my whole check in the offering, all of it, trying to keep it going. When I finally got some staff, I went on the road preaching. And whatever I made on the road preaching, I brought it home to make the payroll of the staff. And sometimes I got them paid and couldn't pay me. Commitments, looked like a fool, didn't have any clothes. Suits was falling off me, lining wore out my clothes, couldn't send them to the cleaners, had to wash my suit in the washing machine. They laughed at me, looked like an old raggedy country preacher. I had holes in my shoes, I couldn't kneel down. Ooh. I couldn't kneel down and pray because if I knelt down to pray, they would see holes in my shoes. 
They laughed at me. They said, that boy's lost his mind. He'll never be nothing. He stutters. He's got a list when he speaks. He'll never be a preacher. I don't care what you say. If you are committed to what you believe, you'll never, never, never bring down somebody who is committed. Because somebody who has really been committed has been down before they ever got up. Yeah. You can't scare me off with trouble. I started in trouble. I grew up with dirt up under my fingernails. I'm used to folk not liking me. I'll fight for myself. Hallelujah! Commitment! Tune in to The Preacher's Corner. Brought to you by In-House Productions with your host, Pastor JT and Lady Fanita. You can listen to this podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, and Amazon Music. This is an in-house production. This is an in-house production. Here's an email from YouTube. Hi, JTM Ministries. Our team has reviewed your content, and unfortunately, we think it violates our spam, deceptive practices, and scam policies. We removed the following content from YouTube. That's email number one. The other email, Hi JTM Ministries, due to a copyright match, your stream was interrupted. Streams are interrupted when copyright content is detected, after copyright material is no longer being streamed, streams are automatically re-enabled. Sincerely, YouTube T. have been preaching on YouTube for five years and not one time not one time has it been interrupted due to intent copywritten nor spam related material this was an attempt of the enemy and as the man of God said at the end of the message when you dealing with somebody that's been 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 down before been kicked before when you dealing with somebody that's always had they 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 named drug in the mud when you dealing with somebody that's committed to putting the word out for each and everybody to receive something from the king when you dealing with somebody that's committed to make the devil madder than he ain't never been mad before come on Cletus I got nine more pages lock all of them up if you want to 
Because we ain't going nowhere. We're going to keep teaching. We're going to keep preaching. We're going to keep sharing. We're going to keep sharing, 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 sharing. You're going to have to keep blocking. And then we're going to create another page on all of the members of Hassa Deliverance page until we get the word across. Because we committed. We committed. We committed. Tell the devil to just bring it. Just bring it. Just bring it. Now you will make me have to go to a page where I already have 11,827 views. You've lost. Because you put me in a place where my platform was larger in the first place. Welcome to the Preacher's Corner. I'm your ignited host, Pastor JT, along with the firecracker, Lady Fanita Mayberry. Hey, you go tell them folks on YouTube, we in here! We're still in the building. Oh, yeah. I gotta email them nothing. It's all good. It's all good. were no longer going to drink alcohol because they accepted the 60-day challenge in Lagos, Nigeria. Go ahead. www.thepreacherscorner.net where you can get all of your Preacher's Corner material. Back to your regular scheduled program. It was gonna go up either way it goes. Specifically. Copyright. 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 Come on, y'all know we do this every week. We committed. 
Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And we have the aftermath on the podcast that's on four, not one, two, three, but four platforms, and it's going to go forth regardless. That is Apple, Spotify, Google, and Apple. Did I say Apple? Apple Music. Oh, Amazon Music. And I might as well go and make the devil even madder. No, don't let him, don't make him, because we... We headed to a fifth platform that's even larger than all the rest of them. Y'all gotta stay tuned for that one. How about that? <laughs> so we can use YouTube or Facebook or not. Let's go. What you got? Y'all know we done turned 
we'll turn down all kind of things because nothing, we're not going to let nothing separate us from God. Hey, nothing coming my way and stop me from serving. Ain't going to happen. Because you know what? At the end of the day, that job can't save me. That job can't deliver me. That job can't do nothing that my God cannot do. We serve a big God. And when we stop putting him in a box, we'll learn how to commit to him. When we stop putting God in a box and thinking that he can't do what his word said, his promise that he would, we'll stop putting him in a box. We'll start giving him back his word. That's what he performed. See, if your prayers are not being answered, I'm going to tell you why in just a second, because he hit that point too. He told us exactly why our prayers aren't being answered. And we have no understanding of our responsibility to any relationships. We don't have no understanding of what we're responsible for when we enter into a relationship. That is on a personal level, on a spiritual level, and then just at, at home with your family or at work. We don't have understanding about our responsibility, your responsibility, what you're supposed to bring to that relationship. What am I supposed to bring? Because we all got, you just heard one uh, earlier this week, we all can do something to help one another. We all got something to offer one another. We're not the only people that know the word of God. There is something that you ought to know. That's something that you ought to be able to offer. That's the whole point of us speaking the things into existence when we at church. When I say, turn to tell your neighbor, I'm telling you to prophesy into your neighbor. You should be at the place where you can bring something to the table. other person ought to be steady giving and giving and giving and every time you turn around they got to give you something else and give you this to pacify you give you this to make you happy give you this to make you smile give you this to wake you up give you that to lay you down no what have you given what do you bring to the table i like what he said when i stepped in the room help came in y'all know it's that maybe when he said that i shouted everywhere in my room y'all know that's the truth and when i step in the building help stepped in the building right I'm not coming to take anything from anybody. But when I come, I'm going to add something to the room. I'm going to bring value to the room. I'm not just going to waste space. I'm going to bring something to the table. And you know I'm coming. You know I'm coming. And I'm going to bring something with me. You're going to know somebody that's stepped in the building that's going to help you. I don't come to harm or hurt or to take nothing from them. I'm going to give you something before you can give me something. I'm going to impart something in you before you can ever say, well, I gave her this, 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 and that. No, 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 no. I'm going to be able to, you're going to be able to tell somebody something was imparted in you when I step in the building. I love that. I love what he said. You will never be who you can be because it's locked up behind commitment. Lord, have mercy. You will never be God call you to be because it's stuck on the other side of your commitment to God. He can't do what you got his hands tied. He can only perform his word. He said, I will give you the desires of your heart. People like to say that scripture, but let me tell you that second part, that part B to that. He said, I will give you the desires of my heart. You can ask what you will. That's what it says. You can ask what you will, and I will give you the desires of your heart. Come. If your ways please me. Now, if you haven't been receiving that from God, it's because your ways don't please you. <laughs> it's because you disobedient. You haven't done what God told you to do. I know. I know. This, this is not the part. You know. But this is what it is. I like when he say, you go to this church, but you're not showing. Lord, have mercy. People say, oh, I come for a word. But you come to bring that back to the service. Don't 
give an amen. Don't clap your hands. You want the preacher to preach hard to you, though. Oh, I know y'all like committed. I'm committed. I'm committed. I'm committed. I'm committed. I'm committed. I'm committed. Oh, we can see hearts, so we're on Facebook. Yeah, I'm committed. Amen, somebody. I'm committed. No matter what, I'm committed. Look at that. I, I thought about something. I'm only with the real this year. I'm not just talking. I'm only with the real this year. 
because you know what I realized? We don't have time to play games. It's either do or die. And when I die, I'm going to make sure I go to heaven. I'm going to make sure that I be the Lord of Lord and King of Kings. I don't know what nobody else's agenda is. I only got one. And that's to open my eyes to a true answer to God. I don't have no other reason. I'm going to try. I don't have I don't have no other agenda. I ain't got no, nothing else on my I don't got nothing else written down to do that's going to separate me or get in the way or take me away, drag me away, pull me away, entice me away. I ain't got nothing. I ain't let nothing separate me from God. I ain't going to be able to do it. I'm not going to let that happen. Not on my watch. And if I know you for real, it ain't going to be on yours either. But if I know that people around me don't want nothing, guess what? You going to know this year. <laughs> I say it every year what I'm not going to do. I, don't, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing this. I ain't doing this. I'm on it with the real this year. I'm on it with the real this year. And that's because God has been speaking expressively. We are on a timetable. And if you can't feel it, something wrong with you. We're on a timetable. that with four things. So we got to be committed to God, family, church, and your dreams. I love the fact that he dealt with that in that order because that is the order that we need to deal with. He closed it with the fact that you still have to have some dreams. But you got to be committed to them say you can't commit to a dream or have anybody to invest into your dream if you're not putting nothing into your dream I can't go ask somebody to invest in something or pay for something that I'm not fully pushing or putting my all into myself we have to be gotta be committed if you go to the podcast Day 14 was dealing with commitment. And I gave the definition. The definition of commitment is the feeling of being dedicated or law to a cause, activity, job. In this case, a change. We have to be committed to change. Not staying the same mentally, physically, but we have to be committed to changing. Committed to changing. The removal of things that's hindering us spiritually. Our own attitudes. Our own laziness. Our own lack of commitment. He started off saying that folks, Folks, you just got married just to be getting married. What we call it, what we call it in, in, in premarital counseling, I call it legalized shacking. You just you just got a paper to live with whoever you want to live with because soon soon as it start going the way that you don't want it to go, you go. Not fully committed. Not committed to reading your word, not committed to praying, not committed on your job. You hear what he said? I'm just here for a check. 
Everybody wants the money, baby. But just think about how how a company would flourish if all of its employees was committed. How a company would just 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 even looking at the aspects of social media. Let's look at at Facebook. How it started at a college with a couple of individuals, with a couple of individuals that caught the vision. And a couple of individuals that shared the vision. A couple of individuals that pushed the vision. Now, years later, it's a multi-billion dollar company. Just think what a small eight-member church can do with eight committed individuals. Just think what a small YouTube channel or Facebook page can do with eight committed individuals. I know, I know at least 50 people. I know at least 100 people. I know at least a thousand people. Ain't no way it should take six years to reach 1,000 subscribers if I got a church at least 75 on the roster. You do the math. I know a thousand people. Each of us know a thousand people. Just because it ain't your name on the market, on the marquee, don't mean we don't give our all in supporting it. We say this thing at House of Deliverance, right after giving our decree, right after reading the scripture. We all say, I am H-O-D. H-O-D? That's my church. That is a sign of ownership. That's a sign that we are all in this together. But everybody that says HOD, that's my church, having fully committed to the full responsibilities of being a part of House of Deliverance. Pastor, whatever your name is, Bishop, whatever your name is, have your people. To commit more than just lip service. Bishop, apostle, evangelist, tell the people of God to commit to more than just a title. You more than just daddy. You more than just mama. You more than just the supervisor. You more than just the manager. You're more than just a deacon. You're a child of the Most High King. And you have to take ownership of being committed to living up to being a child of the Most High King. That's my story. I ain't got nothing there. Let's look at the comments. I had a whole bunch of comments on the other page. I saved that too. I know who left and who didn't come back. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Shout out, shout out to everybody. Drop those anchor emojis if you've been blessed. Drop them, drop them, drop them.
Till I get a little bit more support. But let me encourage you. Start now. Start now. Perfect later. Start now. I'm gonna let that marinate. Start now. Get perfect later. Say it for me. Start now. Get perfect later. Just got to talking about the dreams. Be committed to your dreams. But don't just dream small. Dream big. Dream big. And I know many of you are upset when they interrupted the stream. We still children of the Most High King. Let me encourage you to use kind words. Yeah, and even if they hate you. Talk behind your back. Still tell them that you love them. Say I love you. Please and thank you. YouTube don't owe me a thing. But I'm grateful for the opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus Christ to so many people. Yes, Lord. And it's my duty to help others. I ain't mad at all. So I ain't gonna whine. I ain't gonna whine. And you know, without a shadow of a doubt, I like to laugh. I like to do music, joking around. Let me encourage you to be silly. <laughs> and if you pay close attention to my composure when everything was going on, I kept calm. Time and head over to the aftermath and carry on. Y'all want to hear everything that we got to say on the next one? You got to tune in. Spotify, Apple, Google, and Amazon Music. I let you, devil. We in the wind. Salute. Guess what it is?